When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Oh, mama! What a play! Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. All right. Welcome in to the Sooner Sports Podcast. My name is Chris Plank. It is time to talk about the Sooner offense, and we have tons coming up on the pod tonight. We'll hear from Lincoln Riley. You'll hear from Charleston Rambo, Grant Calcaterra, CeeDee Lamb, TJ Pledger. Who else do we have? Oh, yeah, uh, RJ Proctor, Adrian Ely. You'll hear from Kale, Kale Gundy. I'm excited about the Nick Basquin interview that's coming up later on in the podcast, plus Shane Beamer. Now, uh, for those of you that are subscribers, you may have noticed that you're getting position previews that are showing up in your feed. I, I, I got to say, if you hit up Soonersports.com, the position preview audio version is a very small piece of an incredible breakdown for each position that the Sooner communication staff has put together. Uh, it's it, They're fantastic. I, as a matter of fact, we already sent out the quarterback and the defensive line, and it is as in-depth as anything you can find when it comes to previewing Oklahoma football, I think. Uh, you think you get a little offensive line preview coming up here soon. We've taped for linebackers and in other positions. So uh, if you haven't yet, there is obviously more to just our audio previews that are showing up in your podcast feed. Make sure you check out Soonersports.com. Well, I'm sitting here watching the Arizona Cardinals and the Los Angeles Chargers tonight, and obviously Kyler Murray just had an electric debut for Arizona. Arizona didn't score a touchdown, but didn't throw an incompletion either. So obviously that turns a lot of focus for the Oklahoma Sooners to what they're going to do at the quarterback position. Now, if you heard last week, or I guess maybe it was earlier this week, we brought you some of the highlights from Media Day, and Lincoln Riley was asked kind of if the timeline to name a starter would be before camp breaks, and here's what Coach said. That's fair to say I would prefer to. You know, normally with as many 
reps as you get in this camp. Guys have had a chance to, to take what they learned in spring ball, you know, work through it in the summer, clean up the things they need to clean up. I think you get a lot more accurate snapshot of where these guys are really at as, as camp unfolds. And so I would prefer to uh, because then, you you know, you're able to get it out of the way. Uh, you're able to, you know, start to focus your reps in on a starter. And, you know, the, the team knows, everybody knows, and you can and you can move on. But I haven't always done it that way. You know, my, my first year at East Carolina, we didn't name one until the first first game. So I am a, I'm not super experienced, but I'm experienced enough to know I darn sure I'm not nailing it down right now. So uh, we'll uh, we'll see how it unfolds. And then obviously it goes from, all right, well, we know that Tanner Mordecai and we know that obviously Jalen Hurts are in this battle, but you know, what's the role of the freshman, Spencer Rattler? How does he factor into this conversation? Yeah, we'll find out. I mean, I with any true freshman for us, they're gonna they're gonna get reps. Uh, the number of those are gonna be on if they show that they're ready to earn, you know, a, a big bulk of the reps. Um, so we're not just gonna throw a true freshman in there just because. Um, uh, but we are going to get him enough reps to see if he's ready to factor in this thing right now. And uh, if he is, we'll adjust. And if he's not, then we'll adjust. So, But uh, that's, that's not only quarterback. That's kind of our philosophy with all freshmen. You want, you want to have reps with the big boys and you want to have the big chunk of reps, then come out here and prove it. Jalen Hurts obviously is very much in focus by many to be the starting quarterback. But this is an open competition. So since Spencer Rattler, you heard from Coach Riley about, we had a chance to see Tanner Mordecai in the spring, and uh, he had a couple of snaps last season. We asked, in order, Charleston Rambo, Grant Calcaterra, and C.D. Lamb what's really stood out about the Alabama transfer during his early time here at the University of Oklahoma. Jalen Hurts, his arm power and his speed, and just when the play break down, he'll make some work, get him to make, make a play. Even just doing seven on and routes on air, it's something I can work with. He's the type of guy who likes to get a lot of work in. So you know, during the spring, during the summer, you know, he's asking to get routes so he can get mental, so he can get reps, uh, asking to watch film, things like that. So just being able to be there for him and you know help him, you know, compete at the highest level. Because he's he's more of a learner. When he come in and get the when he 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 never knows enough. With him, it's always a, like, what do I got to do on this, and what are you doing, you know? So, and then a guy like that, you can't do nothing but help. Me, I'm a, I'm a helping guy. I can't. I, I wish the best for everybody. So, with him being so open to me, it's great on my part. So, obviously, a long way to go in this quarterback battle, but that really stood out to me that this is a guy in Jalen Hurts that's coming in and is stepping up not just that leadership side, but that lead by example, staying late after practice to throw. Uh, getting guys to run routes for him, constant communication. It's good stuff, and it's the kind of dedication that rubs off on everyone around him as well. So it's going to be a fun battle. Uh, we'll see if Lincoln Riley gives us any update when he meets with the media on Friday. Um, I'll tell you this much. It wouldn't surprise me if this thing uh, dragged out quite a bit with all three and Rattler, Mordecai, and Hurts battling until almost game week. In the meantime, as deep of a sooner backfield as we've had. Not just at that quarterback position, but at the running back position. We talk so much about Trey Sermon and Kennedy Brooks in the preseason, all Big 12 team. But what about the much ballyhooed freshman last year, T.J. Pledger, who had a big game against UCLA, had a big game against Kansas State, and obviously has learned a lot from his freshman season. The game faster. you got to always just run hard, play hard. You know, the game's much faster. Did you have like a 
maybe kind of like a welcome to OU kind of moment or welcome to college football moment yet? Uh, not really, not yet. You know, just, just the limited reps I had last year, that was a, a welcome, but uh, not not yet. If there's, and this might sound a little weird, but just if there's anything you could tell yourself a year ago, what would you tell yourself? Just keep working hard, you know. Uh, you're on God's time and just keep working. It's, everything going to pay off. Appreciate it, man. Yep. Can you take us to that energy in that room? That's a competitive room, TJ, yeah. but it's a fun room, too. Isn't mm -hmm. it? Yeah, you know, it's a lot of fun guys. Uh, different per Everybody got a different different personalities, and, uh, you know, we come every day with the right mindset, and it, uh, it shows out here on the field as well. Overall, from a confidence perspective, I know uh, you don't lack it, but has it ratcheted up even a bit more after the offseason that you've had and working with Benny? Uh, definitely, you know, um, just, just being able to understand what I'm doing and, you know, putting my best foot forward every day and just working hard. From an individual perspective, where did you want to see your biggest jump from last year to this year? Um, just all around. In the past game, running the ball, seeing what I got to do, and uh, just playing 110% at all times is my biggest thing right now. And then how about a coach like Jay Bulware, who seems to get it, uh, even though I don't, Jay was an offensive lineman, but seems to get it, how much does that help you? It helps a lot, you know, because one thing about coach, he's going to push you, and he gonna, he, he's going to push you in um, – even what you think is your height, he's going to push you further than what you what you believe you can do. And just always, you know, being that coach that's, uh, you know, details. And that I think that's what shows why our running back room has been able to be so successful to the detail. I'm excited for TJ Pledger's future. I, I'm, I'm wondering if he'll factor in a little bit on kick returns as well. And let's not forget, Ramondre Stevenson is added to this backfield now. You have the freshman major as well. So, you know, you got about five or six guys now at that running back position that are competing in camp right now. I mean, you feel pretty good about Sermon and Brooks 1-2. But, man, do not count out TJ Pledger to play a role this year. Bill Beanbow's offensive line is replacing four starters and one huge addition is the transfer from Virginia R.J. Proctor and obviously he's getting help from the sole returning starter in Creed Humphrey who has really been a I guess you could say a valued resource for Proctor and his transfer. Yeah I mean don't get me wrong these young guys definitely know what they're doing um, they've also, I mean, they had a big spring and things like that, but it definitely is like a huge help to have Creed. If I have a question, he knows for sure, like what the answer is. Um, he's basically like a, a coach B junior. Uh, he, he definitely knows the offense. So it's good to have that. Since I'm, oh, go ahead. since I'm late to the party, can you kind of take us through what coach B has meant to you? And maybe what's been the biggest thing that he's kind of challenged you with? Yeah, I mean, like I said, um, I'm playing left guard, right guard. I'm playing. I'm, I'm basically playing anywhere he wants to put me. Um, taking snaps after practice. I just want to be that that person. He could basically plug and play any any position. Um, he trusts me to do that. He's basically taking me. He knows I'm an older guy, so he's not going to sit there and get on me like the younger guys and things like that. It's more like a a maturity, respect level type thing, and I definitely appreciate that. And like I said before, having Creed here and being able to come to him if I have a question on film or something like that because he's been here for so long is really big. You, you come in here, you knew you know the reputation of this offense. Mm -hmm. What's it been like to kind of see the talent level in this in this program? Yeah, I mean, they there's a lot of guys to replace, but like I said, I believe that we'll be able to replace them. We have a really solid line. Um, I don't care who left and who's here. We have a solid line, and we're we're ready to work this season. Big shoes to fill. I know you guys. Your heads aren't always, you know, where you can be watching, you know, watching what's going on. But when you watch film and stuff, you see guys like C.D. Lamb. Mm -hmm. I mean, what, what are your thoughts? Oh yeah, that? he's like, <laughs> he's he's different. Him, Grant. We have so many different <laughs> skill players that are just phenomenal here, and it's crazy. Um, 
even if as an old line we break down, you can expect CD to make a catch, a big catch, run 80 yards and get a touch. Like it's good to be able to lean on each other in certain times. So it's, 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 it's really fun being in an electric offense like this. Is it common to have what Coach Bimbo teaches, which is to understand everyone's responsibility, or is that something kind of unique here? Um, we also did that at, at UVA, um, but I know a, different, a lot of different places they don't do that. Um, but like I said, with Coach B and Coach Anai, Coach Anai was um, Coach Coach B was Coach Anai's grad graduate student GA when he was at Texas Tech. So a lot of different things intertwined and things like that. So I feel like it's it's between them, but it's definitely. I think it pays off and on everybody's position and on everyone's responsibility. That way, let's say someone goes down, I can go to right tackle. Someone goes down, I can go to left tackle and still know what to do. I know the whole scheme, the whole concept. So if something breaks down, I know exactly what I need to get. So. How different is uh, Benny Wiley to Sean Griswold? Oh, God, Benny. <laughs> Benny's a great guy. He, he definitely makes us work hard. Don't get me wrong, so does, so does Coach Grizz. Um, just just intense. I mean, we're out here, like I mentioned before, before you got over here, this heat is something different in Oklahoma. Um, Virginia heat's bipolar, but it's nothing like this. It's Oklahoma heat, nothing like it. And I'm glad we're practicing at night. Um, get to get my head in the game, really focus on everything. So I appreciate that. I've been impressed with Proctor. What an absolute beast. Six foot four, 337 pounds. By the sound of it, he'll be working on the inside at one of the guard spots, but a valued addition to the Sooner offensive line. Just on a sidebar, Sean Griswold, who I mentioned when I was talking to RJ, is the Virginia strength and conditioning coordinator. So a little bit of a tie between Grizz and Coach Wiley. All right, so let's stay on the offensive line and shift to a guy who I think it's his time. Adrian Ely, another beast of a man from a size perspective. I mean, think about this. Six foot six, 326 for the redshirt sophomore out of Gonzales, Louisiana. And when R.J. Proctor started talking, he started talking about Creed Humphrey. When Adrian Ely started talking, what's he talking about? R.J. Proctor. Nah, he he meant a lot. You know, he you know he really going to help our O line out a lot. Uh, you know, him coming from Virginia, you know, it's a it's a different type of standard that we have here uh, on the O line of Oklahoma. But I can say that he picked it up real quick. I was going to ask in general, from your perspective, where have you wanted to improve the most? Has it been more footwork, strength? Where has been your biggest challenge for yourself to continue to improve? I mean, it's really everything with me. You know, this. You know, me just want to be a, a great offensive tackle. But um, I could say probably probably my footwork, you know, trying to stay off my heels a couple of times, set, stay in square. You know, it's all practice, though. What's the biggest difference of having Creed back with you guys in practice compared to the spring when you were sitting out? Oh, that's a big difference. Um, you know, Creed, he's a he's a one-of-a-kind man, and um, you don't see too many like Creed. So uh, I felt that. You know, Creed being in the class with some of the old linemen that's playing right now, we just more comfortable with them. You know, it is you can you can tell the chemistry is just looking way better than what it was in the spring. And now we just focusing on each and every day of this camp. So for the first game, we could be ready to roll. Can you take us through what that room's like because obviously you all want to get better, but there's a lot of competition in there as well too, isn't there? Yeah, there's always competition. That's how you get better. You know what I'm saying? But uh, you know, looking at guys like Orlando, Ben Powers, Cody Ford. Seeing those guys in that room and showing us the young guys how to, you know, lead the team when they when they gone. So, like I say, I, I, I you know, I shot them boys out because they really showed us, of, you know, the ropes of how to, you know, lead that room. Feel like your time's come a little bit. Yeah, man, I've been behind the scenes for a minute now, and uh, 
you know, and I guess I've been around some great tackles and, um, you know, it's all that's all a part of college. You got to wait your turn and, you know, God bless me to come to this spot and I feel like it's my time. I'm sure that, you know, you would have obviously liked to gotten out there earlier, but what would you learn from those guys ahead of you? And it's all part of the process. You know, everybody won't be out there early, but sometimes you got to sit back to get right. So, uh, you know, learning me being behind Orlando my first year, then being behind Cody my second year, you know, we all built a bond. You know, like that's my best friends now. And uh, they all just showed me like different aspects of the game, like how you got to approach each and every practice, how you got to approach when you go into the film room. And, you know, that's really going to help me with this season. Four or five starters gone, but. Man, Bill Biedenboe has an impressive group of athletes battling for playing time. Good stuff there from Ely and Proctor. Much more to come, I'm sure, for them as we count down to the season. All right, Charleston Rambo. What a story he was coming out of the Orange Bowl. Made the big play, what pretty much had nearly surpassed his yardage for the season in one game. He had a big offseason, but he also realized the competition has been ratcheted up, and he's been impressed with some of the new guys on campus. Yeah, most definitely. Um, Theo, he behind me at X. So it's just when he asks me a question about a route, I tell him how to set it up and get open. Okay. And same go for Jaden and uh, Trage. Okay. Mm. Appreciate it, Ryan. Can you just kind of take us through what the energy has been like? for you so far and just the feel of practice through the first couple of workouts? Um, it's different. Defense, they come with a lot of heat. You know, we're going yeah, we to be great this year. And offense, we just, we helping each other out. You know, it's competition at receiver. You know, we deep or whatever, but we just build off each other. How much, and again, I don't ever think confidence is an issue, but how much does it boost yours to not only have the big Orange Bowl game that you did, but then you were kind of one of the stars of Kyler's Pro Day, too. So how much does that help you and your mindset heading into the year? I just know I can do more. And talking with Jalen Hurts and Tanner and uh, Spencer, we just we just got to build our bond, just getting the ball out to me. And when we spread the ball around, we just learn from each other. Is that difficult at all, seeing three different quarterbacks, or are you used to it? I mean, now... I'm used to it, you know. You gotta, you gotta catch the ball or whoever throwing you the ball. But I like them all. From your perspective, can you just take us through individually where you wanted to improve the most this off season? Where did you want to see yourself get better? Catching the ball, getting upfield, and scoring, and yeah, not getting tackled or nothing. <laughs> so yeah. is that more of a lower strength thing for you? Was it with Benny in the weight room? Was it a combination of everything? Yeah, getting Benny. Getting uh, getting my quads right, staying healthy, hamstrings, just gets you know, Benny, he's always on us, so he, he got us right. <laughs> I'm excited for Rambo. I'm excited for this entire wide receiver crew. Uh, it keeps inside receivers coach Cale Gundy busy because there is a litany of players battling for playing time at that inside receiver position, and so far, so good for the dean of the Sooner coaching staff, Cale Gundy. You know, it's been good. Um, Great day today, a lot of energy. Uh, obviously, pushed the practice back a little bit. Tried to get some shade out here, which we did. Some cooler weather uh, yesterday morning. It was crazy. You know, the first true day of of uh, a lot of heat, and um, I mean, it was the humidity was high, and and you could see the difference. But a great practice tonight, a lot of energy. Can you kind of take us through the progression of Nick Basquin and how things have come along for him? Uh, it's, it's it's coming full circle. You know, he's been in a lot of situations, a lot of. A lot of ups and downs through his career. Um, again, he's a great kid. He's got great faith, great great mom, um, somebody that continues to work, 
constantly. It's always up in the office, always watching film, and um, it's somebody that everybody's pulling for. Coach, can you describe just how much depth you have in your positions? Because it seems like you have a lot of talent currently. Uh, we, we do. We feel like we've got some some good depth there. We brought in some young guys, and you know Austin Stogner is a true freshman playing tight end that's obviously came in in January and, and is doing a good job. Has learned the offense. Um, obviously, got depth at the you know the, the slot receiver with uh, Nick and Michael and, and Drake and and brought a walk on in from Highland Park, Finn Corwin, who's a really good football player. So, again, it's always good to have good players and, and guys that's been around the system and knows the ins and outs and and how we do things. So obviously, uh, maybe plant that seed a little bit to talk to Nick Basquin. Here is a guy that has absolutely been a favorite of mine from day one. And keep this in mind, he has really only had one full season when he's been healthy and ready to go, and that was 2016. He played in all 13 games, and as a walk-on, wasn't put on scholarship until November. Uh, the, he finished the season with incredible numbers, uh, averaging 13 yards per catch, 20 receptions, two touchdowns, and when I say incredible, that, those aren't necessarily jaw-dropping, but I'd be willing to bet of those 20 receptions, almost half of them seem to come on third down. Last year, as he was recovering from the injury, didn't quite get to the level that he wanted to get to, but he's feeling good. He's had an entire offseason to get back to where he feels like he needs to be, and he's ready to go for one final run in a Sooner uniform. I feel really good because um, I finally have a full year of actually training rather than just rehabbing, so I feel really good. Um, practicing pretty well, well right now, but always can get better. From your perspective, can you even begin to describe this journey and what it's been like for you? I, I would imagine there's been some frustrating times, right? Definitely. Um, I'll say probably like the last two years I've been pretty frustrated. Obviously, working my way up and uh, into a promising position and then getting injured and then having to battle back from another injury. Then last year not going as planned or like how I'd like it. But um, I'm moving past that, looking forward to this season, finally healthy. What, what's kept you going what's been the driving force and factor for you definitely my faith uh, faith number one that's a my rock my foundation um, my mom my inner circle they they keep me going that supporting cast and also this is what I want to do um, I've been dreaming about playing at OU specifically since I was a little kid so I know this is my last go round, and I want to make the most of it this community too. I mean, you're not someone that came from another state or came from another city. You're a Norman kid. So, how much that has that kind of helped you and allowed you not to get down, not to give up? Uh, just that support of being right from here. Um, it's different. Uh, being able to wear this brand, this university, um, it's a hard thing to do because we're a national brand and be able to come from Norman, specifically Norman North. Um, yeah, it means more. Can you kind of take us through those Norman North days and how they helped prepare you, being a Timberwolf, coming up through the ranks and getting this opportunity? Um, I think the success we had, because it was kind of new uh, when I was growing, going through high school, um, reaching that state championship and seeing guys like Jordan Evans, Jackson Ewells um, uh, above me going on to play at a high level, um, seeing that it could be attained, and uh, that kept me going. Uh, push me even more. I'm proud you didn't mention DJ Gasso. Now, uh, from, but, <laughs> that's but, my guy, though. That's but, my but guy. See, that's what I was going to say. So I do I do play-by-play play for softball, yeah. so I've been around him a lot. But I don't think people really understand that Norman North reach and how much of a family it truly is. Definitely. Um, people forget I play baseball, too. So DJ Gasso, <laughs> that's my guy. Um, just everything. I mean, it's such a tight-knit community. Um, obviously, OU's the pillar of that, too. So um, be able to play here, um, just be a part of this community, that's a big thing for me. What is there one thing you can pinpoint through this process, Nick, that you would say was the hardest part or, or the thing that was the most challenging? 
Um, I'll just say last season, like the beginning of last season, thinking like, oh, I'm finally back, but my body wasn't caught up to the process. And then finally seeing a little light at the end towards the later games. And then I think this winter and the summer, um, be able to really train and actually get after it, um, help me see the light at the tunnel. Baseball, was that ever a thought? That was actually my first thought. I was a, I was a pretty small kid, and then uh, I actually uh, had some interest from OU in my eighth grade year. I went to a camp up here, uh, and uh, I thought that was actually what I was going to do. And then probably I would say my junior summer going to my senior year, I had a growth spurt and kind of took off my senior year. Cool. So has football always been the number one passion? No, I wasn't I baseball. Can't, it was baseball. It was definitely baseball. That was my competitive sport growing up, going to nationals, everything like that. And, and that kind of took away from my football opportunities, like going to camps and doing seven-on-sevens and stuff like that. So that's kind of one of the reasons I felt like I flew under the radar. Well, come more and I'll let you go. What's mm. been the biggest thing for you physically that's made you feel like you're back so far this year? My speed, definitely. Um, I feel like I'm back, if not even faster, definitely with our GPS system Coach Keggins has. Um, seeing the numbers, too, not just I feel it. I have the data to back that up. And even the coaches have mentioned it early on in camp that they look like I, they feel like I'm faster, if not as fast. For you, does that thrill ever minimize at all when you run out on the field? And now knowing that you're back and you feel this, can, can you even imagine what that moment's going to be like and how it feels? No, because I thought, I, like I say, I thought last year was the year, but it turns out this year is going to be that. Um, obviously, it hasn't happened yet, but I'm, I'm looking forward to that and um, finally showing what I can do. Finally, overall, how do you feel about this team and the way that it's prepared? I know we're very much early in practices, but mm -hmm. you feeling good about where things are? I am. I'm, I'm definitely encouraged by what we're going through. The defense is flying around. Offense is making plays. It's definitely a competitive practice every day, so that's a, a, a telling sign. Nick Baskin, really good stuff. All right, uh, these final three pieces that I want to share with you uh, are basically more group settings with uh, a lot of the media. So we'll start with C.D. Lamb, who I thought Kerry Murdoch asked and laid out a phenomenal point. The numbers that C.D. Lamb put up during his sophomore season were uh, as, as good as the Sooners have seen in a long time from a sophomore, almost record-setting for someone in their second year. Obviously, C.D. Lamb's a very humble guy, wasn't aware of it, but now he is. No, not necessarily. I just kind of go out and uh, perform to my utmost highs every game, and um, hopefully come out with a victory. Uh, but now that you told me that, I'm actually very grateful for that, uh, all the great receivers that have been here, and um, for me to do that and be in a record base like that, you know, it's, it's, it's a great feeling. We talked kind of about, you know, how you compare to other people, but you, you really don't when you look at that list a lot. I mean, there's a lot of different types of players, mm -hmm. Ryan Broyles and Kenny Stills. and. Mm -hmm. um, have you watched much of their games? Have you have you seen much film on on some yeah, of those guys? Yeah, I kind of I kind of look back at the old film um, every now and then, and them guys are they're very small and they're very quick. Uh, they're agile. They can go up and get the ball. Like they play big, and um, them guys I I have the for me to have the opportunity to watch them and grow and to build my my inventory, if you will, to pursue my dream on the field. Them guys, man. It's a great feeling, like I said. Just being here at the University of Oklahoma, you you're bound to have greatness. Is there anybody that stands out, you know, from the past that a game that you watched? I don't know, you know, even going back to like a Mark Clayton or anybody oh, yeah. like that. I was just gonna say, uh, Mark Clayton is a guy that I feel like has been has caught my eye. His mental toughness, his physical toughness, the guy can do it all. Uh, he can block, run, catch, in traffic, and that guy. I feel like he's the most he's the most valuable to me. Grant was saying that. 
when the defense is getting around him, it's like 11 guys punching him, trying to get the ball out. Right. He's never felt, felt something like that. From your perspective, what's it been like going up against this defense? When it's the same. It's, uh, it's kind of it's kind of aggravating, but that's what you want in your defense, uh, to aggravate the ball carrier, to get in their head. But for them guys to be on my team, I mean, I can't really do nothing but play ball. So, And every day in practice, they bring it. So. We just got to match that energy. You've become a physical player. Are you punching back? I mean, you know. Oh no, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say punching back. Uh, I keep my composure, if you will. Have you experienced that kind of feeling from any other teams you played in the first couple of years you've been here? Oh, not necessarily. Simply because uh, in practice, everybody's everybody's flying to the ball, and uh, it's, it's it's been a different kind of feeling, different kind of feeling around here in the air. And uh, the defenses, they've done a great job with that. CD, how's it going on the offense? How are you guys doing at this point? New quarterbacks, new line. Oh, I feel like we're we're we picked up we're picking up right where we left off. Uh, guys like this, they they have that next man next man up mentality, and uh, they obviously couldn't wait for their opportunity. So they're gonna they're gonna take every rep personal, and um, they they want to fulfill their dream just like I do. I know you know like the other day you came back and you got your nameplate. I'm, I'm wondering what keeps you so humble. <laughs> uh, I mean, man, I've I've been down before, uh, and I never want to reach that level again. So. And then, by the grace of God, I got here. So I'm going to keep that same head. And I, one thing about me, I can never get big-headed. How has Spencer Rattler looked so far? I guess it's only been, what, four or five practices? Yeah, the guy's kind of growing up uh, as we go. But uh, obviously, he still made freshman mistakes, as we all did, uh, in his opportunity or his his shoes. But the guy, he's he's taking credit for all his faults. And I uh, can't do nothing but respect the guy like that. Got a guy like Jalen in camp who's played all his college football in his career, but it's his first time obviously with you guys. How much does he lean on players like you who've been in the system for so long and pick your brain and kind of get advice and stuff like that? Kind of a lot because he's he's more of a learner. Uh, when he come in and get the when he, he he never knows enough, you know. So with him, it's always a like, what do I got to do on this and what are you doing, you know? So and then a guy like that, you can't do nothing but help. Uh, me, I'm a, I'm a helping guy. I can I wish the best for everybody. So. With him being so open to me, it's, it's great on my part. Have you noticed maybe how more demanding Coach Simmons or Coach Riley have gotten of you, you know, that maybe they expect even more out of you? Uh, not necessarily because I like being coached hard. If a coach, I've been told if a coach don't yell at you, they don't care. So uh, with that being said, man, guys like that that, that, keeps, that stay on me tough, critique me very much. I'm, I'm 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 happy for it. Like I need it. Uh, I don't like being let off the hook. I don't like being so short. You know. So, like like you said, um, just being in, just being in that role, I feel like you got to take pride in that. And just throwing the ball can Spencer spin it pretty well. Oh yeah, must have. Uh, the man, he got all the tools. He can roll out like Patrick Mahomes, if you will. The man, he can spin it. His accuracy is very unreal. You, you finished really strong last year. You had 167 against Texas. That was your career high. Right. Then you had the Alabama game. How much confidence, you know, do you bring into this season off the way last season finished? Uh, I just got to keep it rolling, man. That's 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 my motto going into the season. Just keep it rolling. Uh, like you said, uh, just coming off a great season, or if you will, just a good season in my part. Um, I can always work on what I've done that I haven't done correctly. So. Just critique my game, look at the film, just watch film, um, see what I don't like, and fix it. CD, are you taking any of the young wide receivers under your shoulder a little bit? Yeah, I kind of took all of them simply because, like, you can't really just take one. You got three of them coming in, and they all want to learn. So all three guys, they, they ask me, they need me. If they need me for help, I'm there. I'm one phone call away, one text message. We all in the group message, they hit me if they need me, and I'm there. Is there enough footballs to go around for all you guys? Yeah, there is. Uh, there's obviously one football on the field, but. 
guys like us, the guys that want to see each other win, man, you can throw a football anywhere. CD Charleston is trying to make a kind of a jump between freshman and sophomore year a lot like you know you did. Uh, how does he look different from his freshman look, year to now? He look more mature. Uh, his body, his body's obviously matured. He uh, he uh, grew into the system. He know he knows his plays more more often than not now. And um, actually, he caught on to the system now. And um, he actually he actually took pride in his freshman year, if you will. And a guy like that, man, that's my guy. He we came in together, so I'm I'm all ears for him. If he need me, I'm there, and uh, it don't make, it don't separate me from him. Like we're not we're not two different people simply because I played and he didn't. So that's my brother. And if I'm like I said, he if I if he need me also. I ain't number one phone call away. We asked him about this, but was it a big deal t to go out and, and catch for Tyler's pro day? Like, if that were you as a redshirt freshman, would you have thought that was a big deal? Uh, I wouldn't say a big deal simply because, like, we played with K-1 for a whole season. Mm -hmm. So him him catching in the pro day, for him, I feel like it was a big deal. Uh, to get his get show everybody his speed and everything that he has to bring to the table. But, I mean... Mentally, you wouldn't, like, if it were you, you wouldn't think it was a big deal. You just got to go out there and perform. But for him, I feel like it was, most definitely. We got to wrap up. You play with, uh, with Marquis for a couple of years. Anybody out here kind of remind you of him at all? Obviously, it's tough to replicate what he does, but anybody out here maybe? Oh, no, nah, Marquis is one of a kind, man. Um, <laughs> you can't really find too many guys like that, 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 that type of speed and that type of quickness. And uh, guy's smart. He, he has every part of the game. And um guy like that, man. You can't really do nothing but just tell them to do something. <laughs> and from the outside to the inside, from the outside receiver to one of those inside slash tight end guys, Grant Calcaterra, man, what a season he had. You think about every memorable moment last year with big plays in that Big 12 championship game. Grant Calcaterra seemed to be right in the middle of it, and he enjoyed getting an opportunity to work a bit at night earlier this week at the start of camp. You know, when it's mixed up a little bit, um, it's, a little, it's kind of fun, brings a little bit more energy, um, especially practicing under the lights, you know. You know, I guess that kind of prime time, game time feeling. So guys are more excited. Guys are flying around. Did you feel any different just fatigue-wise? Like, was it, you know, any better than a morning practice or afternoon practice? Uh, well, since we practiced yesterday morning, we had, I don't know, maybe eight more hours of recovery. So I felt a little bit more fresh and, you know, it wasn't as hot uh, during, during the night. So, you know, I felt a little bit uh, better than probably in the mornings. And with the transfer quarterback coming in with Jalen, um, having so many talented receivers like returners like you and CD, and obviously new guys Austin, the other other five stars. Um, what do you think? How have you guys kind of helped Jalen come in, um, kind of transition into the new system? Uh, just you know, be there, be there for everything, uh, be there for him for you know anything he needs. You know, he's he's the type of guy who likes to get a lot of work in. Um, mm -hmm. So you know, during the spring, during the summer, you know, he's asking to get routes so we can get mental, so we can get reps, uh, asking to watch film, things like that. So. Just being able to be there for him and you know help him, you know compete at the highest level. And I saw him uh, yesterday after practice um, throwing some routes to some receivers. Have you done that with him? No, so far? Yeah, yeah. Uh, not in camp because mm -hmm. I mean I get enough routes in, but um, you know during the summer and during the spring things like that. Um, yeah, I'm definitely up there with him getting some extra work in. How, how is Austin Stogner? How has his transition been? I, I know he's a real intense guy. Kind yeah. yeah. Of likes to get in scuffles a little bit. He's always been that way since high school. How, how has he been since he's been out here? Oh, he's been great. Um, like I said, he's one of my one of my closest friends, you know, on and off the field. Um, 
you know, he's improved like tremendously. He's just getting better. Uh, he's made so many improvements from the spring. Um, he's been he's been a great blocker. Uh, you know, especially today, he's uh, you know using his hands well, catching ball away from his body. You know, using that big frame that he's got. Um, so yeah, he's been doing really well. And the other guys, the other three freshmen, Trajan, Theo, Jaden, how they, how, how do you think their transition been? And how has Spencer been as far as, because obviously they, they, they were pretty highly regarded coming right. in. Right, yeah. Um, Most guys. Kind of like, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, they, they were, they're the freshmen. Right, pretty yeah, much. The of course. The new guys. Yeah, yeah. So. No, they've I, been great. Yeah. Um, now I've gotten, most of them came in early, so I was able to, yeah. You know, get close with them. You know, see how they were in the spring, and then now in the falls, they've you know, they've improved a lot. You know, they've gotten stronger, they've gotten faster. You know, with the, you know, uh, summer conditioning and things like that. So I think they've done great, and I think Spencer's came in and done great as well. I mean, he wasn't here in the spring, so maybe a little bit more pressure on him yeah. coming in and learning everything quick, quickly. Um, but I think he's done great. You know, he's he's uh, starting to learn the offense uh, a lot better and things like that. So I guess that, that was kind of my deal with the, you having to catch balls from him quite often. How is that? Yeah. Kind of going from Tanner and Jalen to to Spencer in, in June, and how is that kind of meshed in over as far as timing and stuff going? Oh, uh, I know getting in team situation things like that um you know obviously that comes with a lot of experience but you know that dude throws a really good ball um he has a great natural throwing uh, motion you know tight spiral you know easy balls to catch so i think uh you know once he once he starts you know learning the offense and you know getting more comfortable he's gonna be a really good player what a spring you told us that you were you had plans for the summer because you wanted to have an even better year than you had last year. Yeah. Did you accomplish that in the summer? Did you, are you feeling good in camp? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my bad. Um, you know, I work I work extremely hard. So, you know, going into fall, I, I'm extremely confident in um, all the work that I've put in. And, you know, now it's time to just put it all together and, you know, do my best and help the team any way I can. Charleston Rambo is a guy we saw some flashes from in the Orange Bowl, obviously. Has he, in your mind, is he starting to take that next step? Yeah, absolutely. Um, he's been he's been really good in camp. Um, he's made some big time plays um, in spring. He made some big time plays. So you know he's he's been working hard. I know he's uh, you know he had that opportunity in the Orange Bowl, and you know he's he's starting to you know realize that he can be a guy this year. So um, he's working really hard and making a lot of improvements. Your position is a really strong position. Uh, how good of a group can this that position be? Oh, great. We have so many weapons in, in the inside receiver room. You know. Um, so many guys on both sides. So, you know, like like everybody always says, it's just a matter of who's in there, you know, at the right time. Um, it's all about making play, making those plays. And I'm confident that with the guys in, that we have in our room, that we'll be able to make those big plays. You know, saw you deep snapping. Yeah. You know, what was all that about? <laughs> well, I'm actually uh, I'm I'm one of the deep snappers. Uh, we had our backup deep snapper transferred uh, to a different school. Um, I actually long snapped in high school. Um, for a while, um, so I just went to Coach Bullware and I was like, "Hey, like, I can definitely deep snap. You know, I'm a guy who can get down the field and cover as well. So, you know, if you need me, I'll, I'll do it." And I snapped, uh, you know, a few times during the summer, and I've been snapping every day here. So, hopefully, I can get out there. Well, that's why you got bigger, yeah. bigger, right? Right. Yeah, that's why I put on weight. Yeah. This being your third fall camp, you've seen him quite a bit. I would, I would guess. Anything happened the first few days that? Has stand out to you? Maybe something you haven't seen before in a couple other fall camps you've been a part of here? Um, honestly, not really. I think, like you said, I've, I've seen, I've, I've been through two of them, you know, two spring balls as well, or three spring balls. Um, 
I've seen a lot. Um, you know, it's honestly, it's honestly really great though. I mean, fall camp's the time where everybody comes together. Um, I guess the only thing that's new about it is, you know, all the new, all the new teammates. You know, everybody's making friends. You know, you're around each other like all day long. So, um, you know, we're trying, we're starting to form our identity, and you know, that's different from the last two years. So. And then finally, so much going on on special teams and at that H back position, Braden Willis and. Jeremiah Hall battling for time. Obviously, you have a probably a different kicker and kickoff specialist and a punter this year. You don't have Austin Cybertude at all. So let's wrap up with a little bit from Shane Beamer, who likes what he's seen from the Sooner offense and all-around work ethic to start off the 2019 season. Uh, it's good. You know, the first couple days, uh, it's more assignments. We're not in pads. It's good to see once we get the pads on, we can call a few more runs and and actually uh, see how we block it up or how it looks blocked up. But good, you know, we're putting in a lot of insulation these early days and seeing how much guys uh, can learn and retain. But, uh, you know, our defense is doing a good job flying around, making us better, and it's been a good first four days. Especially in your positions, how do you think things are going for you? Good, like the group right now. They're working hard. Uh, it's good competition. That's the thing all the way across the board, offense and defense this year. There's more There's more depth. I feel like there's more competition in a lot of spots. The roster numbers are better, and, and uh, you know, they're all everybody's competing and making each other better. Shane, how much of the offense can you put in without knowing the quarterback's All of it. Uh, you know, I mean, there's uh, – I don't think there's anything Coach Riley would say that one quarterback can do that the other one uh, can't do, obviously. So, uh, you know, there's nothing that we've – We've really changed. I mean, we've added some things since last year, obviously, with uh, with Kyler gone, knowing it's going to be a different quarterback. But whether Kyler was here or not, we probably would have made some of those changes anyway, just things we've implemented and added and always trying to stay uh, one step ahead of, of uh, defenses that we're facing. But uh, I don't think there's anything that we you know feel limited that we can't put in right now. I know you, you probably put kickers in you know pressure situations even when Austin was here, but, but how do things really change for those guys now? Oh, there's so much competition. Uh, last year, we came out there and we kicked during those punting and field goal periods and kickoff periods, and we knew that Austin was going to be the guy, and and uh, and rightfully so. Whereas this year, I mean, there's really good competition. And going back to spring practice, I mean, when we did our kicking periods in spring practice, I mean, our guys knew that every single day mattered and every kick mattered. And it's the uh, same thing out here already. And, and Coach Riley does a good job of putting those guys in pressure situations. And as we go through preseason and get into scrimmages and things like that, we'll be able to do that more and more. Shane, we've seen Gabe walk by a couple times. And we're used to Austin the last few years. He's about like 5'9", but Gabe looks like yeah. Like I mean, he's like an impressive-looking athlete. How much of a difference does that make for a kicker when he's maybe got some of that physicality? Yeah, he's got uh, he's definitely got size and he's got some athleticism. So you know, his power being able to uh, kick and things like that. Hopefully, there won't be a lot of drop off. You know, if he's the guy, uh, whether it's field goal, kickoffs, what what not, that there's not a lot of drop off between him and uh, him and Austin. Austin was a strong yoked up guy as you guys know and then Gabe is as well just a little bit different body type for sure on his kickoffs does he look like he has power I mean you guys got used to the kickoff in the end zone every time yeah we did we talked to our guys about that last night that you know we got spoiled we didn't have to cover a lot of kickoffs last year so coach Bulware who's handling the kickoff team he talked about it last night that look guys we can't get you know, complacent because of that. But we've uh, put in kickoff coverage today for the first time, and, and uh, uh, we'll get into some more live kicking situations as we go. Is it too early to tell uh, at H-back as far as kind of who's got a lead? Or... Yeah, um, both those guys are, are really um, uh, doing some good things. You know, they both had great summers. Uh, you know, looking back at last year's video, Carson obviously was taking – 
the majority of the reps at that position. And Jeremiah played a lot more as the year went on. We did a lot more two tight end stuff as the year went on. Uh, so now, uh, seeing the year that Jeremiah had last year, the good things that he did when he was in there. He really did a lot of good stuff, continued through spring practice, and then both those guys had a great summer. So they're competing. You know, they're both going to play uh, in games. And, and you know, Braden is good. He's got a good feel from having been out there playing more of the receiver slash tight end position last year too. So, you know, I'm excited about what the, both those guys bring to the table and kind of goes back to what I said earlier about the, you know, competition all the way across the board at, at all the positions on offense. All right, that's a lot. A lot of different players, handful of coaches. Hope you enjoyed a little offensive perspective from practice earlier this week. Now, we will have a special Saturday edition of the Sooner Sports Podcast, so make sure you're subscribed to that. We will have Lincoln Riley from his Friday media availability. Can't wait to hear from the coach to recap the first week of camp. Until then, everyone have a great start to your weekend. Hey, and if you don't subscribe, please do. Soonersports.com slash podcast. During the football season, we're going to have daily shows. That's right, daily shows to talk nothing but Sooner football. Until tomorrow have a great start to your weekend and boomer sooner everybody this has been the sooner sports podcast make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at SoonerSports.tv slash podcast and make sure to follow us on twitter at ou on the air 